When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here. We are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio, and I am excited today because Justin Tavares will be joining us from Text Expander. And if you've been listening to the show, you know that Text Expander has been our partner and sponsor of this show. And normally I share a little bit of information about them before we get started, but we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more in this episode of Amazing Business Radio. Before we get into the interview, a couple of quick announcements. And that is number one, if you've got a story you want to share or a question that you want to ask, go to any social channel, and be sure to use the hashtag AskShep if it is a question. I'm on every social channel. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm even on TikTok now. Uh, so you can get me LinkedIn, wherever. If you would like to see my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, and I may answer any questions or share stories on that show, just go to Amazon Prime. You can find episodes. You can find them on Apple TV, Roku, and you can go straight to the website, beamazing.tv. That's beamazing.tv. All right, let's get into our interview. Justine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Chef, for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Well, I'm excited uh, for a couple of reasons. I've already mentioned uh, in in my introduction that not only is this going to be a great interview, but you have been a wonderful partner over the past several months and hopefully well into the future. I appreciate you partnering with us to help bring episodes like this every week to our listeners. So thanks for your sponsorship, your partnership, your love. And I want to give you the love back. So thank oh, well, you. <laughs> of course, it's well received, super excited and excited about this partnership as well. So what I've been doing the past couple, three months is during the introduction, I mentioned you as a sponsor. I did not do that this time because obviously we're going to be talking a little bit about you. Now, I want to learn more about how you have this incredible passion for customer service, customer success, and, uh, and communication. But mm -hmm. I want to give our listeners a really good uh, idea of exactly what text expander is because it, it is a great tool it's being used by many customer support departments but it's much bigger than that it can be used for any type of uh, you know correspondence that you need to type the same thing again and again or similar responses it could be sales it could be service it could be internal memos to remind people mm -hmm. et cetera et cetera et cetera but I want to hear straight from you, Give us the like the elevator pitch version of what is Text Expander. The elevator pitch of Text Expander. Okay, so Text Expander allows you to access all of the things that your team needs at their fingertips. So you hit the nail on the head, Chef. You are able to access support responses, email responses, pitches to your uh, to people that you're selling to, etc. So it allows you to not only empower your team to access all the information that they need to do their day to day, but also communicate more effectively to those that they're working with 
whether it's internally or externally. So it's a great way for you to have passion for customer and a great way for you to delight more of your customers with less. Yeah, with less effort. Exactly. I think that's the less. Uh, you mm-hmm. actually give them probably a better uh, response, a quicker response because it's already created. So I'll, I'll just, let's, so it's crystal clear. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to explain this to myself like I'm a sixth grader. Okay. Um, let's say that I'm in the customer support world or sales world. And I get asked the same question over and over again. Mm-hmm. I find myself typing the response again and again and again. Well, this is a way to save the basic response. And just with a couple of keystrokes, it automatically populates it. By the way, not just an email, but in any channel that I would correspond in. It could be um, any type of social media channel that I'm responding, a direct message from Twitter. Anyway, the nice thing about it is once it populates, that's the standard answer. But that doesn't mean I can't go in and make a few changes and tweaks to truly personalize it to whoever it is I'm sending it to. 100%. So Text Expander gives you the power to provide consistent messaging to whomever you're speaking with and ensure that everyone on your team is aligned and on the same page. However, we give you the flexibility to be personable. We don't want you to sound like robots and Text Expander allows you to do that. So every single response still has your own personality and own flair added to it. But the base of the message, the core of what you're trying to get across is consistent for everyone. Oh, and by the way, I, it drives me crazy. Just the other day, I'm on the phone, I'm talking to a customer support person and they give me an answer. By the way, text expander doesn't necessarily have to be used just for written correspondence or typed correspondence. Mm -hmm. It can be a quick way for somebody to get an answer. And the nice thing is, is if I, I, as an agent type that question, I get the answer. I can then more or less read and personalize. I don't want to sound like a robot, and yep. but I use that as as kind of a quasi script from the standpoint of an answer to give to this customer. I'm I'm against reading scripts verbatim, but when I've got the information in front of me, mm-hmm. and it's the question that's asked, I know that the person in the next cubicle over or in the next wherever their remote uh, office is in their home, they're going to be answering the exact same way. That's yeah. great to get the consistency. Uh, but but I think, uh, gosh, where was I going with this? Because you said something important. Uh, it is, oh, I was telling you the other day, I did not like the answer that I received from my customer mm-hmm. support person. I said, this just can't be right. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It, it seems so obvious what I should be told and they're telling me something that's ridiculous. Okay. And then what did I do? I said, thank you. Hung up the phone, called back, got a different agent. And I got the answer that I was hoping for. Oh no. (laughs) Yes. See, you know, and and text expander allows you to make sure that it's updated, right? So whenever those updates are pushed in, in, in in an answer to a problem changes, every single person on your team has that access and has that knowledge at their fingertips. So you're completely right with text expander, you're able to do more with less, but also have the most up-to-date and consistent messaging to ensure we're delighting our customers as we should be. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So great explanation and it's a great productivity tool. Literally, my team saves them hours every week. Oh, of not to having to send the same, you know, <laughs> we get, we get, we do online customer service training. So we, it's a video based program. People subscribe to it. And oftentimes we get the, the, here's the biggest question. 
can't get in. I think I lost my password. I don't remember my password. And and even though there's a link that says, if you forgot your password, click here, okay. we still get that email, right? Of course. There's a great example of here's how to get your password reset. And we just send that with a little smiley face and a dear whoever it is to personalize it a little bit. And that's an example of something that's again and again and again, we're answering and we no longer have to type out the, uh, you know, two or three paragraphs. It just saves, maybe it saves us five minutes to do that. But when you multiply five minutes times 20, 50, 25 of times course. a week. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's and also I remember back in the day, way, way back, having to copy and paste things, the amount of times that I missed the sentence or I missed the, a line, it, it affects the experience. And, you know, you don't have to worry about that with text expander. So Big or small, no matter what the content, it allows, it provides that consistency and ensures that however many times you have to answer how to how to reset your password, <laughs> it's at your fingertips. Yep. Love it. All right. Let's shift gears because your company is very focused on uh, the term you like to use is customer centricity. So mm -hmm. let's uh, talk about Text Expander's value for the passion that you put into the customer experience. Yeah, of course. So passion for customer is one of our core company values. And really what that means is that we put the customer at the core of everything we do, every decision we make, every product that we release or every feature that we released. Every single time we make a decision, we think about the customer first. And what that does is allow us to make sure that we are always providing what our customer wants and needs and solving their problems and their pain points that help them reach their goals. So I'm going to uh, ask you a question and it's not that I'm argumentative because <laughs> I love that you put the customer in, you know, the core of every decision that you make. That's the words that you use. What if it's a decision to raise prices? You know, your customer is not going to be happy mm -hmm. about that. How does that play into putting the customer into the uh, center of every decision you make? Oh, yeah. So there are always going to be decisions that we have to make out of, uh, as a business that may not make the customer happy, but understanding that we are making the choices that are ultimately going to help our customers in the future. So you don't always make decisions that are going to make the customers happy, but you always keep them in mind when exactly, you're making exactly exactly. And, and, and that's just, and that's just the name of the game. Right. And you have to be able to recognize that but still understand that we, our customers are still at our core. And sometimes our decisions in the moment are not the ones that our customers want to hear, <laughs> but some that we have to make in the future. So how do you communicate uh, what I'll call bad news for lack of a better term? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, we got to raise your price. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, we're discontinuing that feature. Um, how do you uh, communicate that in a way, uh, obviously, you're going to communicate it the same way across uh, everybody. So if somebody calls in and asks about it, you've got the answer. Mm -hmm. But do you proactively communicate to the customer changes that are being made that could impact the experience, especially, I, I'm not saying it's a negative experience to get a price increase, but for the right reasons, customers might say, you know what, I get it. I get it. I think there's a way that when you provide a certain sense of trust within your customer base and in a community, and that starts in the very beginning. So that starts from the moment someone becomes a customer or, or even before, 
that proactive relationship building and communication and updates along the way help make it so that when there's a change that a customer may not be excited about or happy about, it's received better. So I am such a fan of transparent and open communication and explaining the whys behind decisions that we make. Because to your point, when you explain the whys, it makes it easier for someone to understand versus we're making this change just deal with it, right? No one wants right, to hear Right, right. <laughs> By the way, what we're going to do in a moment, we're going to take a break and then we come back. I want to talk about communication. Specifically, I want to talk about the value of over-communication, which mm-hmm. I love. But I want to just piggyback on something you said. We had a gentleman who owned an electric bike company, like an e-bike, okay? Uh, this had to be several years ago, probably even before COVID. So say four or five years ago. He had to increase his prices. Why? Because... Uh, when when uh, there was a tariff that was uh, or a tax that was levied that any product that was coming in internationally for a local manufacturer or U.S. manufacturer uh, was going to be taxed. At the time, everything was like, get it all in America, get it all in America or pay a tax. Well, some of what he needed couldn't be gotten here in America. So he was forced to continue to use vendors from the other side of the world. And he was very clear. He goes, I don't want to raise my price, but I have to. Here's why. We now have a 15% tax on, or maybe, I might have been 10%, whatever it was, on uh, a good number of the components that we bring in that go into this bike. We are not raising the price to make more profit. We're raising the right. price to keep the market. And you know, the way he communicated it with such, to your word, transparency, mm-hmm. it just, it worked. He did not lose one sale as a result of the price increase, which is amazing. Of course. That's what yep. you hope. Yep. Well, let's take a quick break. And during this break, we're going to hear more about me talking about Text Expander. And when we come back, we're going to spend more time with Justine Tavares. And we're going to talk about communication. We're going to start with why over communication could be good. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. We will be right back. Let's talk about Text Expander, a tool that allows your team to eliminate repetitive typing with just a few keystrokes. Anything you type over and over, such as customer responses, will be at your team's fingertips so they have the power to do what they do best, just faster. Quickly reply to emails and chats from a library of responses that you create, completing answers to common questions and issues. Your entire team stays on the same page with the same common responses that can be personalized on the fly. And it's simple to use. Type commonly used content into a text expander snippet and give it an abbreviation of just a few letters and symbols. Share the snippet with the team. When you type the abbreviation, it triggers the snippet and the content expands anywhere you type, including email, chat, or social media. It's that easy. Just go to www.textexpander.com to learn more about this amazing and productive tool. Sign up for a year and get 20% off. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. We are talking with Justine Tavares of Text Expander. And we've heard all about Text Expander. You just heard my pitch. And now we're we're off of talking about Text Expander. We're just talking about the passion that Text Expander has for taking care of customers and the lessons that we can learn from things like Making customer-centric decisions doesn't always making mean making 
customers happy with your decisions, but the reasoning behind it, the transparency behind it, and the communication behind it is what makes it work. And that's what I want to talk about now is communication and specifically how uh, over communication and active listening are powerful tools for anybody who's interacting with a customer or even a colleague at work. Mm-hmm. Of course. So one of the things that I, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of over-communicating is why do I like to be over-communicated with? And plain and simple, I don't like to be left in the dark. And anyone in customer service can understand being on the other side of a situation and being left in the dark. So over-communication and keeping that at the core of whenever we are working with someone allows us to make sure that we are always keeping someone abreast of what's going on. And that means... Whenever there's an update, you provide it. There's no update, you provide that as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, no update yet. And I because I promise I get back to you in two days. I love that, and and too many people recognize uh, that or don't or fail to recognize that over communication is better than no communication. Yes. And uh, how many times have I been sitting at, and I've used this example before, sitting there looking at my gate, I'm at the airport, the plane's not here and it's supposed to take off in five minutes. And I notice people keep walking up to the ticket agent, uh, they're the gate agent asking, where's the plane? And I hear the person saying it over and over and over again, the same reason when all they need to do is pick up the loudspeaker, microphone, whatever, and just announce, hey, everybody, the plane's not here yet. Everybody, right. yeah, so that's that's kind of like that's a, a that's the verbal version of of not using text expander. Because, <laughs> I love that. Okay, but to make it even clear, that gate agents would say this is the reason it's happening, and what I'm going to do is every ten minutes I'm going to come back on and I'm going to let you know if there's an update. If there's not, I'll let you know there's not. That's great. People love Amazon's emails, not because they like receiving emails, but they like to know their orders placed, the orders shipped, and the orders received, right? Right. And, and it's all about, uh, and, and I think that that type of communication, some might call it over-communication, is actually confidence-creating communication. Oh, I love that. Because what happens? Now I don't have to double-check and follow up with you because mm-hmm. I have the confidence that you are going to update me, whether there's... A, a, a huge update or not. And that is what's going to help me continue to instill confidence in you. And also until you build trust, that's the type of relationship that I want to build with my customers. Yep. And that trust, uh, great word, but I think it comes from that customer feeling they have a little bit of control. Mm-hmm. So, so, and back to the airline example, I don't know when that plane's coming, but that gate agent keeps telling me every 10 minutes that this is where we're at. This is when it is hopefully going to leave wherever it's coming from, et cetera, et cetera. I feel I have a little bit of control, even though I really honestly have no control over that situation. And the fact that I just have information gives me that feeling of control and confidence, which to your point, builds trust. So the more you can make me feel comfortable, make me feel confident, make me feel a little bit more in control, mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you more. And our research shows that the companies that provide a great experience, and that's what this uh, communication is, uh, I think it's uh, 80, I think it's 82, 83%. I could be wrong, but it's 80 some odd percent of customers that receive a great experience, trust the brand or company more that's mm-hmm. providing it. 
And you know what? It also makes me feel so confident in the fact and supported. That is, a, that is whenever I'm with a product or, or with a service, I want to feel supported. And that's what our aim is too with our customers. So the next time I know that I have a problem or issue, I'm confident and I feel supported that my CSM or my CSR is going to help me see see it through. Yep. And that's, that's why I'm here. So uh, when you want to create loyalty and you want to create an amazing experience, the word you want to hear the customer use is the word always in front of something good. Mm-hmm. Or, or, and I'll give you an example. In this case, it's they always take care of me even when there's a problem. Obviously, the problem's not good, but knowing that they will take care of me when there's a problem is. You put the word always in front of that. That's consistency and predictability. That's an owned experience. Once again, that customer is feeling confident about you and trusting you. Absolutely. Love that, Chef. Love that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, active listening, because that's something you know a little bit about. (laughs) So active listening, whether it's on the CSM side, so the more proactive side of things, or the CSR side, so the support side of things, the more uh, reactive side. CSM is in customer service management versus customer (laughs) service reps. Correct. Mm -hmm. So when we're on the the customer service management side, the CSM side, active listening is how you initially begin building trust. Because when we're meeting for the first time, we need to have an understanding of why you are here. What pain points am I here? Are we here to discuss? What goals are you trying to reach? And active listening comes in forms of us, you know, communicating the way that we are and also reading each other's body language. So ensuring that we're on the same page, we can move on at the same time, we can move forward at the same time, and we are aligned on next steps. And body language could be tough over a social channel or uh, an email, but you can sense the words that are being used, the exclamation points, the all caps and certain, you can sense what's going on with somebody's attitude. And I think it's real important. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm going to shift gears to something completely uh, unrelated, but I think it ties into this. If somebody's emailing me something and I want to really understand the sentiment of it, uh, which is the focus on me active listening or active reading in this case, okay, <laughs> but I'm going to respond appropriately based on this, I can take that. Um, whatever the correspondence that the customer sends me ready for this one, drop it in chat GPT uh-huh, and okay. ask chat GPT. Can you give me an idea of the customer's feelings toward our company based on their message here? Are they happy, glad, sad, mad, unsure, et cetera, et cetera. And uncanny accuracy that will come back and tell me. And the way we were experimenting with this is we we're taking transcripts of calls between customers and agents, dropping it into ChatGPT and asking it uh, on a scale of zero to 10, what's the likelihood that this customer would recommend us? We used the net promoter score. Mm-hmm. And we asked actually uh, the client went and asked the customer their, the same question and chat GPT and the customer were almost perfectly in alignment. That's incredible. Oh, so you can get the sentiment of, of the, and then that way you can actively not just listen, you can actively read. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So we're almost out of time. I do want to ask you, um, you talk about white glove onboarding. We had that experience when we far, first started dealing 
with you and learning about text expander. And we started to incorporate that into our workflow. Uh, we, I don't remember what her name was, but I sat in on that. And I thought, all you're going to do is teach me how to paste, uh, copy something, memorize it, you know, and save it and a couple of keystrokes. And if I, no, there, it was like, I was blown away. I, I wasn't expecting so much in, in not just in the detail of that explanation, but of all of the capability of text expander. And you call this white glove onboarding, which I experience. Can you share what that means for our listeners? Yeah. So one, I'm super, I'm very happy to hear that you had a great experience with our white glove onboarding. <laughs> I didn't know that was what it was called. So I read it in my, my prep materials for today. I was nice. white gloved by you. <laughs> So really what we want to do is ensure that we're meeting you all where you are and helping guide you while you guide us to your goals. So text expander, because you can use it everywhere and for so many different circumstances, we can't just have a one, one size fits all approach. So we want to be able to meet you where you are and provide you with all the tools that you need to be successful, to reach your goals, to be empowered, to feel confident. So when we white glove onboard you, we listen to what you want. We don't provide to you what we think that you want. So uh, hoping you see the, wow, I had no idea Text Expander could do this is our goal, um, you know, while we're working together and providing you that experience. Yeah. And what I think is important to recognize when you say that is I didn't know Text Expander could do that. And hopefully it's something that I said that would make you share that piece of information that would make me, you know, have that aha moment. Of and, uh, but the point is if somebody came on and just telling me, started telling me all the features and how to do it, I might say, but I really don't need those features. Doesn't always resonate. So right, then right. So listen first, <laughs> share later, and then incrementally grow the experience. Uh, by the way, did you know this? You know, and maybe we can add on and add on, uh, you know, as as I get more comfortable with whatever the solution is, in this case, text expander. All right, we're out of time. And I always close by asking one question. And I realize I typically warn my guest this question is going to come. It's a simple one. And that is, I'm going to ask you what one last piece of wisdom you want to share with us. And I'm going to give you a hint or a hint. I'll give you a, some guidance. Number one, it could be something new that you've been holding back. <laughs> <laughs> or number two, reiterate something you've already talked about that you think is really, really important. What's your one last nugget of wisdom? One last nugget. Speak to your customers. Speak to your users. And it's not always going to be in a survey. It's not always going to be in an NPS. Use the team that are client-facing, that already have the experience speaking and learning from, to your ability to better understand what your customers want and implement them. <laughs> Love it. You know, it goes back to communication. Yes. Yes, it does. Well, thank you, Justine. This has been a great interview. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio. And everybody, if you want to learn more about Text Expander, if you haven't already gotten the URL, just go to www.textexpander.com. Is that correct? It is. <laughs> it is. Perfect. And uh, Text Expander, one word with a big E in the middle. All right, for Expander. Well, thanks for being on the show. Everybody, that wraps it up. Another episode of Amazing Business Radio. We will be back next week with another interview. Until that time, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.